Welcome to Sports Cash, a space to discuss sports and money. I'm your host, KD. And this is your host, Vlad, Mr. ESPN. Cash Crew, we're back for another episode, first episode of the season. And I mean, shoot, it would have been 16 weeks now. Yeah, How you feel, Vlad? Just about. We're doing good. We got a special episode. Obviously, we got big weekend this weekend, uh, Super Bowl weekend, yes, the sir. biggest weekend that everybody's waiting for every year. Um, this week, we actually have a special guest with us. Um, we're going to let him introduce himself. What's up, everybody, man? Ken Vildor in the building. Check me in. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Sir. Let everybody know who you play for. Um, what's your number? Um, Chicago Bears cornerback, number 22. Just finished up my rookie season, man. I'm ready for year two. No, right. no, no. You know we got to start this out a little bit different. Come on now. Okay, I got to hit the drum roll for him now. It's been hmm, 20-some good years, right? Uh, there was this little kid that was uh, singing The Block is Hot by Lil Wayne. I was introduced to him when he was maybe like five, four or five years old, I believe. It just came out of nowhere. and I was like, yeah, this is your little cousin. And I was like, okay, cool. What 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 does he do? <laughs> um, turns out he played football. He liked, you know, Michael Vick a lot. So we played a lot of uh, football in the backyard. Fast forward to today, we see uh, so much success, so much, so many people that have been along for the ride to see the things that have been done. So I just wanted to say that first because you got to give people flowers while they're still here. So introducing to you number 22 from Chicago Bears. Kendall Vildor, and we're going to do it like that. <laughs> so we're, we're going to switch it up a little bit this week. I know you guys are dying to hear some things from, you know, a professional athlete, um, some behind-the-scenes things. So we got a couple questions that we're going to um, ask Kendall regard, regarding football and this weekend, and then we're going to get into this week's matchup. Yes, sir. So um, now that you've finished up your rookie year, um, we've actually asked a couple questions to our audience um, that they want to ask you. So the first question is, how much film do you watch in preparation for your matchup, and what are you looking for to gain an advantage? Good question. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I pretty much I watch a lot of film to get ready. I mean, because in the NFL, the different from college. In college, you probably can get away with just watching here and there, things like that. But in the next level, everybody's good. I mean, so... Constantly watching that film uh, throughout the whole week after practice, during practice, even yeah during practice they have the film out there. You can we can watch ourselves and watch the other um, team often and things like that. So it's an ongoing thing when watching film, and I learned a lot from Kyle Fuller just the way he broke down the film and he broke it down to me as my uh, opportunity came and I was getting ready to play a lot and everything like that. So it's it's a lot you got to do um, getting ready to play in the game and stuff like that. Mm. When this question came in, actually, I re, um, I remember because you know we've seen the behind the scenes, we've seen the progression from day one, and I remember having a conversation with with OD your trainer about how freshman sophomore year you weren't really watching film like that, and it really wasn't until um, OD came that you became a student of the game. Do you see a jump now from like the way that you were studying in college? to now how you study in, in football. Was the foundation set to where now it's kind of the same thing, or is it another level? Yeah, I, I feel like the foundation is pretty much set, too. And um, my junior cornerback coach, Coach Peoples, he kind of set that foundation for me, just going to his office um, after practice, um, during our off days, and him 
helping me out, teaching me how to watch film. I carried that on through my senior year when he, when he wasn't able to be there up until my um, rookie year in, um, in the NFL and stuff like that. So that foundation was definitely set around that time. Mm-hmm. Coach Peoples, 40-piece yeah. lemon pepper. So <laughs> on average, what would you say, how many hours per day or per week, you know, you you take mm-hmm. just for preparation, just watching film, you know, with yourself or with your teammates? Yeah, so I mean, um, throughout the day when we get ready for uh, practice and stuff like that, we pretty much watch a film from probably about route nine in the morning up until maybe like twelve and different things like that. Okay. And after practice, we're meeting after practice for an hour, and then on my own time, probably watching another hour, two hours, just by myself. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's constantly just trying to grind and just get that mental right because that's pretty much the game is have mental too. So if you got mm-hmm. it mental and physically, I mean, you can't be stopped. Absolutely. Uh, let's talk about what what people really want because this, you know, the name of the podcast is Sports Cash, right? So let's talk cash, right? Mm-hmm. So let's talk about. Um, let's see, we've got another question here. Um, first question was from Ken's. Thank you, Ken's. Um, so Kenny, Kenny asked, "How does it feel when you realize you made it? How did it feel, draft day?" Yeah, I mean, draft day it was crazy. I mean, just having everybody there waiting. And it was kind of nerve-wracking, too, because you're trying to see when somebody's going to call your phone and everything mm-hmm. like that. So finally getting that call and everything, it was a blessing. I was just happy that it was finally over and everything like that. So, yeah. What was running through your mind, man? You you, you notice, like, all right, finally I'm going to be able to start making things better for my family. You know, we, we, a, lot, a lot of people don't know be, right. the behind the scenes mm-hmm. and how, how much how much you've gone through. So... What does, what does that feel like to be able to know, okay, yeah. it's not going to be right now, right now, but I'm going to be able to take care of mom. I'm going to yeah, be able to take it care was of a, It was a real big relief, I mean, and the crazy part is, like, we actually didn't really even get to get paid and everything like that until, like, two, three months after the draft because of COVID, we wasn't able to come into the building and get oh, our wow. physical and things like that. So, wow. uh-huh, so that was like, kind of like a, a little minor setback and everything like that, but... Things all fell into place pretty good, though, so. Hey, so you're sitting there, you're like, yeah, I'm drafted. Oh, Everybody knows oh, you drafted. I don't, I don't got no money. Yeah, come on, yeah, dog, come on, now. You're like, yeah, I, I ain't got it like that yet. Yeah. I feel yeah. you. But when was that moment, you know, you, you whether in Chicago or in Atlanta, you walked around and somebody came to you and said, hey, who are you? Or, you know, had that moment where you actually told somebody, yo, I'm an NFL player. That's my occupation. Has that happened? Not, but I know uh, it was one time when I was in Chicago and I was like get some Chick Fil A and everything like that, and I had told him to do my name. And he was just like, "Oh, you um, play for the Bears and stuff like that." I was like, "Yeah." I, I, I he, he was a fan. He like he watched football and stuff like that, so he knew me all my name. So I'm like, "Dang, that's cool." Me. That's 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 what's up. That's really cool. So we um we had actually two questions from Kenny. Um, he says, of course. This is this is the question that everybody got to give the people what they want. Right. They want to know what was it like when you got that first bank notification and the money dropped from the first check. Yeah, I'm happy, man, because they were everybody throughout the week. They was like, "Yeah, man, the check's supposed to um, drop today. It's supposed to drop this week and stuff like that." So I'm like, "Okay, bet. I'm just see." So I ain't even checking the morning. I woke up. But when I got in the building, it was just like, "Yeah, it hit." I, che- I checked and I was like, "Oh, snap!" Like, damn, I got a little. Six figure in my bank account. Yes, sir. Right. Ever, you know what I mean? So I was just happy and everything like that. Uh, I think probably like the next few days after that, 
and uh, sent my mom some money and everything. Yeah. She was happy. She couldn't believe herself. <laughs> wow, I can't believe I got this much money. You know? <laughs> so she, you know, she be crying all the yes, time. Yes, sir, all the time. <laughs> so she was like, oh, for real, what to send that money? But she, you know, she, she chilled and everything. So, yeah, yeah that was, that was that's really exciting. I got to say, that's probably one of my favorite things. And, I mean, we've talked about it over and over and over again, but that's one of my favorite things is to see her chill. Mm-hmm. Um, when we went up to the, to the Tennessee Titans game, just to see her just relax. Uh-huh. And um, talking about, like, I asked her all the other games she's been to, and she's like, yeah, I went up to Charlotte. You know? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, chill, Ma, yeah, chill, chill hard. So that's been one of my favorite things for real. For but, sure. So uh, let's get into some football questions. Um, this year, you know, you was fortunate to play against a lot of big-name quarterbacks, you know, a lot of quarterbacks that might be the GOAT to some people. Um, you actually got to play against Brady. Um, this year so matching up against Brady what would you say preparing for that you know what did you have to do to get prepared against Brady you know Brady been in the league about 20 years now and obviously you know he's like the goat to a lot of people so he knows the game inside out and you being a rookie um, what did you do to get ready to play against Brady yeah I mean going up against a quarterback of that caliber I mean it's, it's a big mental game so you gotta know how to disguise what you win make them think you win something and you actually win something else so uh, you got to play those, to play those mind games with him because if you show him something, he already know what you win. He, he just gonna pick you apart every time. So that was big for um, us going to that week, just trying to show him different things and everything like that. Because I mean, he he know how to run the offense itself. I mean, he basically the coach on the field. So it was a real tough task for us. Okay. Now we all know the Bucks is high power. You know they got Chris Godwin, they got Mike Evans. And now they got A.B. Matter of fact, when you played him, A.B. wasn't yeah, on the roster. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. And they actually had a lot of players out when we played him. I think mm-hmm. Michael Thomas was the only the one out there, their main starter, that actually played him and Grunt. So mm-hmm. we actually kind of got fortunate. We didn't have to see all that power. Okay. So Evans I, played? Yeah, he was here. Oh, Mike, he was okay. He banged up a little bit. He had an ankle injury. Got you. So out of all of them, because I know I'm watching the film, you know, you was on both, both sides of the field. Who was the hardest and... What, I guess, strategy did you use to um, defend, you know, each one? Did you jam at the line? Um, did you get physical? Did you speed? You know, just touch base on, you know, between, you know, I don't think you guarded Gronk, but I know you, you, there was times you had Mike um, and Chris Godwin. I mean, yeah, Chris Godwin at times. So if you want to touch base on that. Yeah, I mean, they both two different types of um, style players and everything like that. You got Mike Evans. He's like a more of a big receiver, not the fast and everything like that, but he knows how to use his body to um, catch the ball. So with him, it's just all about, all about just trying to stay in front of him, um, try to get your hands on you when you can too, because he's very physical. He'll like to use his hands to push off and everything like that. And then the um, Godwin, very talented wide receiver all around, great route runner, just using all your technique, the best of your ability and everything like that, but he's a great receiver. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They got guns all up and down yeah, the field. Right. AD now, Tyler Johnson, the rookie, he pretty good too. So yeah, Tyler Johnson, you played against Tyler Johnson before in a game that should have been a win. It should have, it should have. So um, obviously, you know, the Chiefs are going to be playing the Bucks um this weekend, and you know, if you was to, if you was to get them some insight to match up um against Brady and that high power offense. Um, we're not telling you to spit all the beams, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, what's some tips you would suggest the defense like Honey Badger and the rest of those guys to do in order to beat Tom Brady this weekend? 
Yeah, I feel like those guys, they already have a great, talented group on the defensive end of the ball. I mean, with uh, Ward, the cornerback, uh, Snead, the rookie that's playing great, uh, Tyran at State, like you said, and I feel like those guys, they do a good job. They challenge the receivers. I mean, when I'm watching the game, they pressing pretty much every snap. So, and when you press the receiver, that throw off a lot of the time and everything like that. So, I feel like they just keep doing what they do and everything like that. The skies, I know Tyran will probably do a good job of that. I mean, I feel like that'll yeah, match up pretty good against the Bucks. Yeah, absolutely. So, of course, we got to get more into some of the X and O's uh, of the game because I think uh, I think we may be on the other two different sides. We got the GOAT and we got the, the kid that will become the GOAT eventually. Absolutely. I mean, shoot, he's, he's speeding down that path. So, two different quarterbacks, two different styles of play. Um, but the, I think the offenses are still pretty high octane no matter which way you go. So, uh, I don't know if you put some money down on this, but we were not to blow not to blow what you were yeah. what you were uh, hoping to happen. But um, I'm gonna start with Vlad. Who do you have in this game? Are you going with the goat or are you going with the kid? Mm. So all week, I'll be honest with you, I've been going back and forth on it because obviously watching football for over a decade now, you know, you try to go with you know what you've seen before, right? Um, Obviously, Brady has the upper hand because he has the experience. This will be his 10th um, Super Bowl um, coming up. So, you know, that alone right there, you know, some some guys in the NFL, you know, don't even get to touch the Super Bowl in their whole career. And he's about to, you know, play in his 10th. However, um, Mahomes has the power and the weapons to dethrone them. Mm -hmm. Um, So... This game, honestly, I don't even think it's going to come down to the offense. I think it's going to come down to the defense. What defense can make the stops in the fourth quarter? If you can keep Brady off the field, we all know what Mahomes can do. He can put up 21 in a quarter, right? He can play from being behind. But you got to keep, you know, you got to keep Brady along with his weapons on the sideline and drain that clock and keep the ball in your hands. So two things I'll say is Mahomes – has to manage the game. That's one. Just like, you know, Philly did in 2017. you got to manage that clock, and you got to keep your foot on their neck. You know, don't think you go up 14-0, you're good, or 21-0, or 21-7, you're good, because obviously we've seen Brady be up 28-3. <clears throat> Relax. <Atlanta> Relax. <laughs> and he does a comeback. So Mahomes has to play the mental game. I know he has the physical attributes, but he definitely has to play the mental game because Brady will outplay you in the mental game if you don't play that game with him. Okay. Kendall, what you got? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like <clears throat> I'm going to give the air to the Chiefs, man. I just feel like it's really going to come down to how the Bucks play on defense. I mean, like that. I mean, the Chiefs, they got a very, very explosive offense. I mean, if the Bucks can't, can't maintain them, I mean, it's going to get ugly quick, man. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I feel like the Chiefs got their better this week. Yeah, I, I've gone back and forth with this one for real because um, when we were watching the game, that was that two weeks ago. You you said from the beginning, yeah, Bucks got this. I was like, Pah, nah. But yeah, I mean, you 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 not only watched it, you've played it, so you obviously saw something. But I just I think about um, like with the Chiefs, I look at them like they're Golden State to be honest, and um, Patrick Mahomes, I look at him like he's Steph. Because okay. they're a potent offense, um, but then at the sa- at the same breath, 
they're young, right? And a lot of people are saying the youngins can't get it done these days. And we've seen it time and time again. Young players are coming into these leagues, whether it be NBA, heck, even hockey in the NHL, they come in ready to play because they are. this is now the generation that has been training like NFL players since like peewee league. So they're coming in ready. So a lot of people are going to say, well, Brady's the OG, he's the GOAT, you expect him to win. But I, to be honest, I feel like the expectation is on Kansas City. You ran away with a victory in the first one. You I can't blew, say that. You know, I can't say that. I mean, I mean, it's, did they, I, I didn't watch every single game, I but I don't that. feel like they struggled really through the season, right? Remember, so, the Bears had them on the hills. I mean, not the Bears. I'm sorry, the Browns. The Browns had them on the hills. No, Browns, Browns playing some good and, football, and, too. And the Bills, I mean, even they, they gave the butt whooping to the Bills, but that first quarter, they, they, they put up a little fight. Mm-hmm. So, But lately... Lately, how I, I'll say last year, more than lately. I'll say last year they ran through up into the Super Bowl. Which course. doesn't matter because in the end, you can't carry what happened last season into this season. To be True. honest, you ain't won no Super Bowl. You didn't win one this year, so you have not won a Super Bowl. You can't really use that um, to go forward. But I really do think, you know, the pressure is on Kansas City. Like, really, did you? Did anyone what, – what Tom Brady is doing is unprecedented. Like, He's he's old as dirt out here, and he's he's just reinventing himself right in front of our eyes. Man can't throw it twenty yards, and somehow with all these weapons, right back into what seems like his house. So, with all that being said, I'm going Kansas City, bro. I got to. I know it's sacrilegious to go against terrific Tom, but I can't. Something about Kansas City, they got a special special team. And with, with, with Tyreek Hill and um, Travis Kelsey, like, it's very special what they're doing. And I just cannot bet against those guys. I'm going with the kid. Okay. So, uh, it looks like it's a three-way run. All three of us going with Kansas City. So, since we're all going with Kansas City, what strategy is it going to take for them to win against the Bucks? Hmm. I'll let you start, Kendall. Um, shoot, I just said they just keep doing what they're doing. I mean, the offense is power, powerhouse offense, man. They just create those explosive plays. And I say don't don't turn the ball over to back to Tom Brady because, I mean, he can capitalize off of those just like he did um, two weeks ago in the NFC Championship game. So, hmm. okay. What you think, Vlad? What, what do they have to do to win this game? Um, The Bucks, that is. No, I got the Chiefs. Well, I know. I'm, you, you were saying – you asked – what do the Bucks need to do to win? The Chiefs to win. Oh, since Chiefs we to win. since we all picked the Chiefs to win you. it. I got you. Um, one, I would say definitely be the team to defer. So get the ball at in the second half if you have that chance. Um, That's big with Tom Brady. You have to get two turnovers: one in the first half, one in the second half. Third, you have to rough up Tom Brady. You don't have to sack him, but we all know Tom Brady. Once you put a hand on him, whether you rough him up. Throw him on the ground. Even if you get that 15-yard penalty, just let him know that you dare. Don't let him sit in that pocket nice. Hmm. Because if you sit in that pocket nice, he's going to throw for 400 nice ones on you. However, that last game he got roughed up. He, he did. did get roughed up, and he, he still threw pretty well. I was shocked because I was like, okay, if we get to him, then you're good. And then he just – and then it was actually reverse because – Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers was the yep. one getting hit, and usually he can still fling it. 
And he was he was looking, but chasing. But Jason look at Pierre the halves. But look at the halves. The first half, Tom Brady wasn't even getting touched that much. Mm-hmm. Second half, he was. You saw the disruptions he had. Same thing. Aaron Rodgers' first half was getting thrown on the ground. Second half, he wasn't as much. Look at the turnaround. So, quarterbacks like that, especially Tom Brady, is not mobile. We all know that, and he doesn't have a big cannon no more, or mm-hmm. he never really did. He never did. So. You have to take his weapons away from him, right? Make him throw the ball earlier than he wants to and make him make quick decisions but costly decisions. So that means that front four has to come full-fledged. So that means the secondary can either gamble on certain plays or they can take away the middle, which Tom Brady obviously likes to throw to. That's funny. Um, Everyone's going to be talking about the offenses, but to me – this is a classic offense versus defense. Because if the Bucks defense shows up the way that they showed up last week yeah. with Jason Pierre-Paul yes, and all sir. those guys. Um, who's who's um, Whitehead? Whitehead, but no, uh, the linebacker. Uh, White, Devin White. That's Whitehead. Devin Whitehead. De- Devin Whitehead? Yeah. He's the one that went to college um, in Kansas City with Jason Pierre-Paul. I'm not sure if he went with JPP, but that's the captain okay. linebacker. But but I mean, you got Sue and JPP on the line, though. I mean, if if they show up the way that they did, man, it will make life very very difficult for Patrick Mahomes, boy. Um, but this is classic kind of offense defense type of type of deal. Um, I don't know much about Kansas City's defense. Like I said, I didn't really watch them all year, but I know you know they they've got a, there's a lot of weapons that that. The Bucks are going to have their hands full, and they're going to have to try to find a way to slow down their offense for sure. Absolutely. But it's definitely going to come down to that front four because that, that secondary with all them weapons, they're going to have to travel. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to be traveling for four quarters. So you need that front four to give you an advantage to put pressure on Tom so you, you don't you know, you exhaust your secondary traveling A.B., Gronk. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans all around that field all night. Because if it is, it's a wrap. Yeah. It's a wrap. But if Patrick Mahomes is able to pull this off, hmm. where does this take him as far as legacy? Well, I mean, I could tell you, you in rare air. Because I, I actually was pulling this up while we were talking about it. There are only a few teams that have gone back to back, and you got to go all the way back to the '60s and '70s for for you to be able to see it. Super Bowl one and two was Green Bay Packers. Then seven and eight was Miami Dolphins. Wow. Uh, and then '74, uh, '75. Um, that's that's nine in Super Bowls nine and two. That was Pittsburgh, and then Pittsburgh did it again in thirteen and fourteen. San Francisco 49ers, twenty-three and twenty-four. Dallas Cowboys. Whoa, Dallas Cowboys were good at some point. Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> 27 and 28. Denver Broncos, 32 and 33. Um, the Patriots, 38 and 39. So it's rare air. It's not a lot of teams that do it. And th- that list I was just showing you is all-time great teams. So, man, if you're able to pull this off, your legacy is cemented. To be honest, if, if Kansas City, really, if they don't win another thing ever again, which I find hard to believe with that $500 million arm, but even if they do not win anything else, I, I say Hall of Fame. Just off rip. Back to back, you, you Hall yeah. of Famer. Especially, he's going to get two chips, and he's going to be 25 and under. <laughs> That's the craziest thing about it. 25 and under. So, we, he definitely can, if he stays healthy... 
if he plays another 15 years, I mean, like you said, he might, he really might just need one, one more in 15 years, which is very much possible. And if he, even if he doesn't, you have two. There's a, I think in the history of the league, there's 10 or less quarterbacks that's won two Super Bowls, period, whether back to back or not. So he already entered that category of elite right there. That's, that's automatic Hall of Fame right there. So for him to do it in his fourth season now, that will be, I mean, I don't think anybody has ever touched, just, touched that. Just touched doesn't, that it doesn't happen as at much all. as people want. I mean, look at, you played two. You played Rodgers and, and you Brady. played uh, Breeze. Yeah. He played and, Brady. Well, no, I'm saying in terms of uh, quarterbacks that only have one. Oh, yeah, yeah, And they've been fighting right. tooth and nail. Breeze, like, I forgot to tell you this. I'm on the bus. We, we're on the bus. Remember the um, bus driver when we Correct. came from the airport from yeah. New Orleans? And we said, oh, yeah, this might be the last one for Breeze. And he's talking about, man, they say that every year around here. <laughs> yeah. Breeze ain't going nowhere, baby. I'm like, wow. I mean, I didn't realize how long Breeze been in the league. Right. And he only has one. one. Thousands and thousands of yards. Hundreds of, well, not hundreds. I don't even know how many touchdowns at this point. He, he's, he's up there because he, he, he's up there, has far yards. Um, but just he might, he might, if I'm not mistaken, he might have the touchdown record. Yes, he, mm, he might have the touchdown record. Something I might need to look up. Look up. So, um, but yeah, like we said, he hasn't won one since 09, 10. So it's a decade, decade yeah. plus, and he might not go back because apparently they saying, you know, speculation. I think he might come back for one more year, but they even saying he might be done. You yeah. know, you, the yeah. game he played against um, the Bucks after you guys played him. They said, speculate that was his last game. Yeah. So, you know, you live, like you said, you know, you, you play out your whole career, you win one, and he never sniffed it again. Yeah. Came close, but but got there. if the Bucks win this game, what is Brady's legacy, Kendall? I mean, he already the greatest of all time to me, man. I feel like that just solidifies his spot up there by himself. I mean, to go to Super Bowl 10 times, I mean, that's crazy, man, for individuals to do that. So, I mean, that would be real special for me if he can come out there and get that Super Bowl ring again. And then being the first one to do it in the team's home state. Yeah, I forgot about that. He's the greatest of all time. Three different decades. I mean, longevity. It doesn't really matter, to be honest. It's going to be a, a ESPN 30 for 30 for the for decades. Sure. Like, we think Michael Jordan got that, what it was, a 10 part docuseries. Yeah. Tom Brady's docuseries one, yeah. is going to be insane. But since, since you're in the league, this touch bases on how hard it is just to make the playoffs. Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's real tough, man. I mean, just scratching and clawing, and try, like for us personally, just trying to get that last spot. I mean, mm-hmm. came up to the last week of the football season. And uh, fortunate enough that the uh, Arizona Cardinals lost, we was able to get that last seed, man. But I mean, it's it's real tough. Cause I mean, um, going up, the coach there actually was um, breaking it up, seeing all the players that played in playoff games, and it was real slim for players and coaches. Wow. They they brought it all up. Wow. So I mean, yeah. So it's real tough. I mean, I'm one of my teammates bust a screen. This is it was his tenth year, and he never played in the playoff game. Damn. He got hurt. So he, you know what I mean. So it was crazy. So. That's and tough. Just from that experience right there, from his experience, I mean, it's real tough to make it to a playoff game. Yeah, that's crazy. Ten years. I never years, even thought about that. And you didn't even touch the playoff in ten years. And wow. Brady's going to ten Super Bowls. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> Say some some guys just got all the luck because it takes some luck too. Yeah, it does for you to be able to avoid injuries and everything. So. It does, but that's that's that just speaks greatness. I mean, a sport like football where you don't have the advantage to play on both sides of the ball, you got to rely on special teams. You got to rely on offense. You got to rely on the defense. Yes, I get it. You are the general because you are the quarterback, so you do have a lot of things that's in your hands that you can control. But I mean. For you and another thing too, let's not forget he's doing it on another team. He's not on yeah. Patriots, and he's doing it on his first year with a new team, and he's over forty years old. Yeah. Speaking of that, I just gotta say, man, Tom Brady hard, bro. <laughs> he hard. I don't know if you've seen all his stuff that he puts out on Instagram and how petty he be, like uh, this the little subliminal messages. He doesn't forget anything. That's what really reminds me of Michael Jordan. Because he doesn't forget anything and he doesn't forgive. He's going to put his foot on your neck. So all those, like, let's fucking go, all those things mm-hmm. that he does. Like, he posted that. He had a video. The specific one I'm talking about. He had a video with Gronk. And kind of looked at the, the camera like. The one in the tunnel? No, I think they were just getting off the team flight. Okay, yeah. okay. And it was basically kind of like. Another team, yeah. another year. And we all knew what he was he talking said, yeah. about. But it's just, man, he hard for that. I just got to say that. I'll say this. If he does win it this weekend, we might have to put him in a category where, honestly, not football-wise, it's athlete-wise. Oh, of course. Tennis, basketball, football, swimming, golf. Because of how hard it is just to get to the Super Bowl, and the fact that he's won multiple, and, he, and if he wins this weekend, it will be number seven, which obviously we, we might not ever see in our lifetime again. Mm-hmm. We might put him as greatest athlete in our generation mm-hmm. of our lifetime. Uh, we might. Serena Williams would like a word. <laughs> she will. And, and, and we could debate that you know, later on down the line. Because I know I saw Serena's flex video when she was in our house yeah, talking about like, it, all these. Uh, you know what's crazy about that? It's not even close. It's not. The, the way that she dominated her. It's not even. There's no one even at number two. The, yes. How many trophies she has? It's not it's even close. close. It is, but we're gonna know. keep them in the NFL. Yeah, <laughs> but that's another debate for another day. We can debate that, you know, in another episode. But it's close. He he has a he has a he has a resume that can fight that. I know, but um, definitely, I know we all got the Chiefs winning. But for me, if the Bucks want to win this game, we all know you can't let Tyreek beat you over the top like he did in the regular season. Because he will hop on that phone and call for help <laughs> for y'all. Um, you have to take away Pat Mahone weapons. You have to make Pat Mahone make him make the magical plays. I know we can, he can make them, but make it hard for him. Even though we know he can make the miracle throws and the, you know, the zip throws, the side throws, but make him do that. Make him work for them. Um, definitely JPP has to put a hand on him. Sue has to put a hand on him. And you have to make him turn over the ball if the Bucks want to win. Um, that's the only way I see. It. If you let Pat Mahomes sit comfortable and play backyard football on you, he's going to put forty plus on the board. Yeah, you know before you early. Eye. <laughs> so, you know, for all the Bucks fans or all the people that got, and I know a lot of people got some money on this game on the Bucks. I've heard some big bets. People got big money on Brady this weekend. So, um, if the Bucks want to win, to me is you got to keep saying, "Well, you got to keep Brady off the field." You definitely have to keep. 
Mahomes off the field, but also a take away the explosive plays. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, before we wrap it up, um, just a few more things. Um, first thing we have we have one question. I know we was gonna wait on this one, but I, I gotta ask this question because you already were were thinking about it. Um, what your answer was? So we got a question from Dub. Um, of course, friend, friend, friend of the program and, and longtime listener from the beginning. Um, he asked, what is one player that you emulate, emulate your game after? Oh, I say um, Tredavious White, without a question, I mean, he's one of the smooth cornerbacks, explosive cornerbacks um, in this game. I actually had got our film people to just send me all the Buffalo Bills defenses just mm-hmm. to watch him, just to see how he played and everything like that. So, uh, Davis White, he's one of those guys I really watch, man, just from his technique and everything like that, just the way he approached the game. Uh, he kind of reminds me of myself, how he presses and things like that. So, Davis White for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you have one more? Because I have one more question. Go ahead. Okay. So, um, in three years, where do you see Kendall Vildor? Um, I say hopefully you're ready to sign that second contract. I mean, heard. Yeah. <laughs> so just a big are, are we saying you're gonna bring out the Brings trucks? I'm just <laughs> saying. I'm just saying. We talking Lambos? You know, Jeez. you know, Xavier Howard got his. Josh Norman got his a few years ago. You know, every year somebody breaks the market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, to play on the field—that's that's, that's what it bring is. It in. And you made the you made the playoffs this year. Um, you know, you you matched up against. Big time receivers, and everybody saw that. You know, you you're not hitting no more. So, you know, I think a lot of people next year is looking out for a breakout season from you. I mean, the um, fans are. That's for sure. That's for Chicago sure. Because we, we, actually, it's funny. You know, while we was in New Orleans watching you guys play, um, we ran into some Chicago fans, and you know, believe it or not, you know, no no cap, no hype. There's a lot of there was a lot of fans backing out, you know, and putting a lot of um, good word on your name. This is how I know for sure. There's no more of those stupid ass Kindle Amazon jokes. <laughs> I know you've been hearing that your entire life, bruh. But I mean, at the beginning of the season, it was all the time. And you know, shoot, you can't, you can't respond to people on Twitter, but I can, and uh, I'll be going in. But I, I don't see that stuff anymore. It's like. People are like, all right, so we got a secondary. Like, what are we going to do with this person? What are we going to do with this person? And Duke Shelley and Kendall Vildor, it wasn't like that at the beginning of the season. So that, that speaks to the work that you're putting in. For sure. Absolutely. So there you guys got it. You heard the insider from a professional himself. Do not forget Monday, the day after the Super Bowl, join our clubhouse room at 7 p.m. We are going to discuss the Super Bowl um, what happened during the Super Bowl, big plays. Um, every, you know, you can chime in on your opinion of, you know, which play was your favorite or what should happen, what shouldn't happen. Um, definitely follow us on all our social media and join the room on Clubhouse, 7 p.m. Monday, day after the Super Bowl. After Super Bowl Watch, we're going to discuss the Super Bowl and this episode. And we appreciate you guys. We appreciate Kendall coming in. Yes, sir. Chiming in. Giving us some insight. And we're going to give you guys a little teaser. We're going to bring him back for another episode to dive in more. Um, He's going to, he said he's willing to come back again. 
give us some more insight about you know what goes on in the NFL, what goes on behind the scenes, even talk about his process um, of how he got to the NFL and you know his process now being an NFL player. So continue to chime in, make sure to hit that notification bell, and stay up to date on what's going on with Sports Cash. We appreciate y'all. See y'all next week. All right, Cash Crew, till next time. This episode is brought to you in part by Sneaker Broker. Do you have a favorite sneaker that you've been waiting on, but it's sold out everywhere, including online? Shop with Sneaker Broker, a premium sneaker dealer based in Atlanta. They'll take care of you and try to find you whatever you need. Find out more by visiting their Instagram at SNKR underscore broker. That is at SNKR underscore broker to find out more. What's up, Cash Crew? This is KD. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. Be sure to find us on social media at sports underscore cash underscore. And if you haven't already, subscribe to us on YouTube at Sports Cash Podcast. And don't forget to hit that notification bell.